start the party. You're listening to All Famous Radio Show. Keep it on. We are not here to just motivate you. We are here to change you. To change your belief that you can't. To the knowing that you can. To change the belief there are limitations. To the knowing there are none. To change the belief that there isn't a way and push you to find your own path, your own answers, your own way. Sometimes we hear people complain that they listen to motivational videos and nothing changes. They say they're motivated for five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour or a day, but then they lose motivation and no longer have the desire to achieve anything. They say motivational videos don't do anything for them. Well, no sh- What? Did you think a genie was going to jump out of the video and wave a magic wand over your life? Motivation is not enough. You must take action. You must make a plan and have the discipline to execute that plan. If you are losing motivation or continually procrastinating, it can only mean one of two things. Reason number one, your goals don't inspire you. What are your goals? Do you even have goals? Are they clearly defined? Do they inspire you? You must set clear, meaningful goals that will inspire you every single day to take massive action toward your dream life. Clear goals with a clear deadline. Goals that will fire you up. That way, when you do get motivated, it's just a booster, some rocket fuel to blast you faster towards your goal. Motivation on its own isn't enough, but motivation with a purpose will light up any life. Reason number two. Your reason for taking action isn't meaningful enough. You would take action if it were life and death. So what is your life and death reason? What is the reason why you must? If you don't have a reason, of course you won't take action. If billions of people around the world weren't getting paid at the end of the week, do you think they'd turn up to the crappy jobs they hate? I don't think so. If you can't think of a reason, think harder. Maybe your reason is because the life you are living is not good enough for the person you are inside. Maybe it hurts that your life results are not consistent with you as a human being. Maybe you know there is more to life than struggle and unhappiness. Maybe your reason is for someone else to give hope to your family, to show them what is possible in life, to show them it can be done. What's your reason? Motivation is great. Everyone needs to get motivated at times. Everyone needs to fill their minds with powerful thoughts, positive energy, and knowledge. But it's not enough to just get motivated. You have to listen. You have to learn. You have to take in the messages. Write them down. Many motivational videos aren't motivational videos. They are self-improvement videos. If your intention is to get motivated, you will get motivated. If your intention is to change, you'll change. If your intention is to improve and develop, you will improve and develop. As with anything in life, you will get out of it whatever you decide to get out of it. 
So get pumped. Get motivated. But get motivated to take action. Get motivated to get your butt in the gear. Get motivated to take your life to the next level. Get motivated now so you aren't demoralized later. Take action now so you can enjoy later.
Christmas. Sounds right there, beautiful listeners of Kirk Franklin and Just For Me. And at the top of the hour, we had the motivation is not enough. But really, we've got to work hard when it comes to being motivated. We might say, oh, yes, go out and do such and such. But if we're not motivated to do it, then more than likely these things will not come to fruition. Giving a big shout out to everyone worldwide, giving a big shout out to the chatroom crew giving a shout out to the tuning crew and giving a shout out to all of you silent listeners too. I am Wimbo77. And I am... I, I am KJB. Hi KJB. We have kind of changed the studio around um, this evening and it seems to be... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting. Yes, it's interesting. very, very interesting. We're trying something so, different. We're trying something different. Trying a new thing and look at this. <laughs> Never mind. I'll sort it out afterwards. All right, so how are you doing, KJB? Uh, not too bad. Fortunately, we got some sad news this morning. Um, but yeah, we're, 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 do, we're doing okay. We're doing well. We're doing well. That's right. Our hearts go out to Dad and to Michelle, Charlotte and Baby. And it was really quite shocking to hear, know um, the situation. But we're thinking of you in this time. And wishing you well we will see you very very soon so kjb in saying that we're going to be touching it's quite interesting on uh, the topic uh after the question so what is our question for this evening the, the question for this evening is when buying luxury items do you take into consideration the liberty on yourself and the possibility of you getting robbed mm, the liability so i said what did i say don't worry but do you take that on your yourself about the the liability yes the liability do you take yes i'll read it again when buying luxury items do you take into correct in consideration the liability on yourself and the possibility of you getting robbed that's right because we've um some things have come to our attention this week and this is why we, well, I think it was a few weeks ago. And so this pe- question was posed. So we'll have a look at that and we'll go online and see what your thoughts are. We also have a special guest coming in tonight. Mm-hmm. That's Esther. Yes, Esther. Um, and she will be coming. Esther Ib Izubi. And she's going to be telling us about her great little book, Family Tree. It's a series. And the first part series is The Little Drummer. So we will be speaking to Esther a little bit later on but moving swiftly on into our first topic tonight KJB and what is what's the first topic well the first topic is an interesting one it says death rates for black mothers Mm. are three times higher after childbirth it says the Royal College of Midwives has urged the government to address the chronic midwife shortage It reads, COVID-19 was found to be the second leading cause of um, maternal deaths. Mm -hmm. And it reads, black mothers are at greater risk of dying during pregnancy or immediately after giving birth, according to new research. Right. So the death rate of mothers for or for black mothers is three times higher after childbirth. And again, 
this is an area in which we have personal experience because we know that this happened to someone that we know that the aftercare of from the hospital left them very very sick and thankfully they are still here today so the figures released by a national program aimed by reducing maternal death says that the rate has reached concerning levels not seen in the last 20 years so this is post-covid and the risks for women of colour are significantly higher, with black women being three times more likely to die while pregnant or in the immediate postnatal period. This was followed by women from Asian backgrounds who are twice as likely to die in these circumstances. So between 2020 and 2022, the maternal death rate was 1341 deaths per 100,000 mothers, a significant rise from the 8.7 deaths per 100,000 reported for new mothers um, between 2017 and 2019. So that's almost, well, just under, almost doubled, isn't it, KJB? Yeah, it'd be interesting to understand why there's such a disparity between the cultures, mm. why one culture seems to be more at risk than other cultures. It'd be interesting to understand why that is. Mm. It really is. Yeah, well, it's, they say it's tragic. And the Royal College of Midwives, the RMC, has slammed these figures as both tragic tragic and avoidable. So that, that, that rate has heightened, but really there should be zero. No, yeah. Or, yeah? Well, when you think we're, we're, <clears throat> we're living in a, a, a quite a technological country, Mm. And uh, there's been a lot of emphasis on the NHS and services to do better. Mm. A lot of money uh, is meant to be put, being put forward to try and help, um, especially neonatal. Yeah. Um, and there's a drive for that. But obviously, we got to understand the factors. Is it because, is it a cultural thing? Yeah. Is it a lack of understanding? Um, is it a breakdown in communication? Is it lack of awareness? There are a number of reasons why this situation could be happening. Mm. Um, and it's good to look on and see why there is such complications. Well, the RMC, they say that the government need to take urgent action to protect black mothers and their babies who could die during or within the six weeks of pregnancy mm -hmm. and they also said that maternity services need investment in order to close the gap which meant that black and ethnic minority women were hardest hit by chronic midwife shortages across England and that's an estimated 2,500 hospital staff are pulled away from important antenatal care to cover labour and birth wards so that's the um, maybe pre and post natal mm, mm, mm. And the thing is, I know when I had, when we had our children, that I'm grateful that they, it was all like West Indian and African women that delivered my children. Mm -hmm. So they kind of, and I've been at Naturally Lily's births as well. And the way that these women brung these kids, mm -hmm. they really knew what they were doing. But maybe it could be, 
the disparity with culture and some midwives are unaware of probably how black women's bodies work. It, it could be that, but you would have thought that training would would kind of kind of touch on that. Mm. There must be some kind of training to help them to see how to deal with people of different nationalities. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 just a, a thing that where they need to just be a bit more mindful of people who are we are all you know the the individuals first mm. and foremost, and we got to understand their needs and the complexities of having a baby, yeah. and, and they're trained to do that. So it's interesting to 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 notice that they are talking about um, a lot of people are facing inadequate care, uh, care and also access to specialist support. So is that, the, is that the case? Is there not enough funding going in to the correct training to help these individuals become more specialist mm. um, be, and become more aware of critical care and the importance of acting quickly, but in the best possible interest of the patient? That's right, because we've even known some, a black woman, mm. this was a while ago, and she was they knew her situation and what they did is they left her in a room to bleed to bleed out basically just after having her baby and she lost her life and that's because they didn't take the time to do what should have been done and what what the article makes a point of is that thrombosis and thromboembolism are listed as the leading cause of death in women who die during pregnancy or within six weeks of their pregnancy ending. So as much as it's really important to bring the baby and make sure that mother and baby are okay, are okay it's the aftercare. Like it says, the six weeks, and not even six weeks, it could be a matter of one person we know, it was a matter of a week, and she was back inside hospital fighting for her life mm -hmm. because they missed things. Mm -hmm. So if these, if they know that the thrombosis and thrombolism are leading causes of this death in, in women that die during pregnancy, then really there needs to be a bit more research into those areas. And COVID, which disproportionately impacted a lot of black communities, was the second most cause of death, according to the MBBRACE forward slash UK figures. Now... That's quite interesting, isn't it? Uh, this, the, yeah, because then, like, it, it talks about getting access to critical care. Obviously, during the pandemic, it would have been difficult to access services because you were we weren't allowed. To, we had to stay in our bubble, mm. so to speak. And if there's a, there was a shortage already and a lack of understanding, then that would have just increased the risk, which is understandable. So I think now it's about, and I think back then uh, during COVID, there was a lot of. Uh, work going on but it wasn't it wasn't joint joint working mm. it was isolated um services that were trying to work together <laughs> yeah. which which would have made it which made it more complicated and I, I think part yeah. of the problem as well from what we can see here is that there's a shortage of midwives mm. Mm. and that's undermined mm. in the ability of maternity staff to deliver the safest mm. possible care and we know the safest possible care is fundamental in making sure that these women are being looked after. Well, also it's about paying conditions as well. Mm. 
sometimes the shortage isn't the fact that they can't recruit it's just that it's about retention sometimes and the only way you can retain staff is to a give them appropriate training mm. but give them um the the pay and conditions that reflect how hard they work and maybe that will add to better care mm. uh, for mothers and babies okay also actions needed with a multi-agency approach to address the wider inequalities faced by black and asian women so there needs to be more joint working together between clinicians you right there kjb just hold it in your hand for me. Yeah, no, access it. Yeah, go on. Um, so that these issues are spotted uh, early. And like you said earlier, with training and time to undertake training because the NHS is so pushed at the moment as well, isn't it? So they've got to find time where they can do the training in these regards to to to, to allow the midwives or the nurses or whoever to go off and get trained better. Mm, to mm. understand, you know, and working the joint working between mm. the clinicians, the the doctors and the midwives mm. and anyone that comes into contact with a pregnant woman, that they all need to work together. And then also it makes a point about specialist midwives mm. to meet the increasing complex needs of women oh, and here, family. Complex, here. Because it's it's <clears throat> it's not just oh being pregnant for nine months <laughs> and then just going and having a baby. A woman is at great risk when having a child. Yeah, and I think like you you've touched on it, there's a lot that needs to go on behind the scenes mm. to help to make sure the mother and the baby are 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 safe and that the baby gets delivered. Um in safely and the, and the, you know and the, and the mother and baby gets returned back to the family mm. so again it's it's about changing the way people work and the way the service are presented and provided mm. um and i think that that needs to be looked at as well and i think some i know in 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 um in neonatal care at the moment there are there's a consultation and they're asking uh, the community to look at how they can best serve and do better mm. when it comes to mother and baby care. Um, that's one thing that's happening, I know, in Harringay within the neonatal services. And I think that, sh that I guess that's what's going to happen across the board. Eventually, it's, it's, it's to move forward, but move forward in a way that is done in a togetherness mm. so all services are joint as you said joint working improved training pain conditions as we've discussed and hopefully that percentage of mothers and babies will go severely 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 low and go down and we won't hopefully not having so much of these kind of conversations but it'll be a bit more positive yeah yes uh, reg regarding how these services are now working so it's nice what you said there that the mother will have the opportunity to, to maybe have a care package or something mm, and within mm. that care package you know i know when our children were born that 
it's like an ABO incompatibility. Mm. And mm. Lily had that when she was born. And thank goodness the midwife, again, it was a black midwife. She come and spot it. We were there for 24 hours. Mm. But this mm. midwife spot that she wasn't well. Mm. And thank goodness she's fine. You know, you know but that, that was really distressing for me as a first time mum. Mm. Mm. Thinking, oh no, my baby's ill. And no one picked up on it. I was mm. there in the hospital all day. But for a baby, she slept all day. That wasn't mm. right. But no one came and asked. So it's the aftercare, yeah, which is vital as mm, well. Mm, mm, and mm, because mm. they're so overworked probably and you're not making any noise or you're not throwing a fit that you could be overlooked and that means that that could impact on you as a mother and the baby as well. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, they need to do better. No, I totally agree with you. And, and like you said, being a first-time mother, there might be some things that clearly you're not, you not been, may not have been discussed with you mm. as a first-time mother. You know, you you you're <clears throat> you're just trying your best to start on your journey of motherhood, mm. and you need support in that. And this is what we're we're talking about: is bridging that gap, isn't it? Yeah, is making sure there are no gaps. So the and gov- that, yeah, mm. and that care care is is this continuity of care from when you got when you from, from when you start your journey uh, through natal to to birth. Yeah, and past that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. aftercare mm-hmm. is so important. So it makes the point that the government and the whole of the health service needs to pull together to reverse this trend of black women. And this is the article, beautiful listeners. The article is highlighting the death rate for black mothers is three times higher after childbirth. So how can things be made better? Well, we've said that mm. the health service have to pull together, mm-hmm. better training, mm-hmm. more investment as well Definitely. within to the, the health service. But I think we're going to ask a question. Is the health service in crisis? That's another question we're going to rise. And beautiful listeners... We'll let you think about that one and we'll speak to, we'll speak to you in five. Online and on your smart speaker. Playing all the best songs. No. All Flavors Radio. We ready to party again to celebrate St. Lucia's biggest 45th year of independence party on Saturday, 24th of February, 2024. On board the luxurious Teresa Joanne, King George V. Dock Woolwich Manaway, E162QI, permanently more. From 9.30pm to 3.30am, come and join us for a night of splendid music, playing you the best in R&B and soul, soca, Afro beats, reggae, zouk and so much more party vibes. You will be musically entertained by DJ Redboy, Mikey Afrique, Silva Fox, CJ Markla, and DJ Laro. On arrival, a complimentary glass of rum or fruit punch and a taste of our national dish. This will only be served between 10 p.m. and 11.45 p.m. Please, come on board early to avoid disappointment. Food will be on sale all night, supplied by our Lucian chef, Poppy Kitchen. Tickets are 20 pounds, Plus booking fee from Eventbrite and getyourtickets.co.uk or any of the DJs. For more information on birthday celebrations and table bookings, call 0740-1388-251. UK, this will be the biggest St. Lucia's 45th year of independence celebration. Don't miss it. The car seems very smooth, Dad. 
That's because I'm not revving the engine so much, saving quite a bit on fuel. <laughs> and smooth driving is much better for the environment. Make your car more fuel efficient and cut your CO2 emissions by not revving the engine too hard. Ah, yes. Always been a bit of a smooth operator, me. Oh, please. For more tips on how you could save up to a month's worth of fuel a year, search online for Act on CO2. Save money, save fuel. The more you listen, the more great music you hear. All Flavors Radio. I was just thinking about you. Wondering if you wear the same cologne. Smell good on you. Had the next boyfriend of mine try that same kind. But it stunk on him though. You know what they say, everything ain't for everybody. But I tried anyway. <laughs> you sure did smell good. Hey, yeah, you just run across my mind. You just run across my mind. You just run across my mind. Feeling better. You can catch George right here on All Flavors every single Monday from six till eight, and every single Sunday from two till four. And also giving a big shout out to Mark Philogene. Ada Bremen. You can catch Mark every single Monday. From 6 until 8. And so Judy's from 8 until 10. 
every Saturday from midday and every Sunday from four until six. And that's the sounds right there of Jill Scott. And we're kind of keeping it mellow and then we're going to take you on a little bit of a journey. Shout out to everyone right there on the talk. Take a second minute, I would think this thing. The worldwide crew. And, and how you doing on TuneIn? So Guess 552 out of Manchester. And Dad, we really are thinking of you right now. Guess 150 at a brother room. Yeah. And giving a big shout yeah. out. If Chappelle moved to Ghana to naturally leave in a rolling where the service always roaming, I'm packing my bags and going. Jayla and Janae. Visit beautiful places as more out here than the trap. And also and shouting out to Carlo. How you doing, D? And the family. Belly got out, sunny LA. Remember calls with Dr. Dre. He told me, don't let the palm trees fool you, nigga, be safe. Me and my higher self, we often would speak. Somehow we lost the connection. Might meet a Joshua tree. And it's been bothering me. Too many wavy women. Gotta log out of IG. Can't be my A's DMing. No kidding. It's hard to move like a civilian. I write the truth because I live it. Not like you musical niggas. We did it big and they biggest. They'd rather shoot than write tickets. What it feel like to go get it? What it feel like to go miss it? In one city, one country, one state. Some place to be nobody. Some Sounds like they're of Lauren Hill or nobody featuring Lauren no Hill. Problem. Some place to be nobody. And we're going to kind of cut that short because we have a guest coming on very soon. That's where baguettes are from. French bread that's long and narrow. I like the other definition, rectangular carrots. And don't forget, if you want to log into the chat room, all you have to do is have a username and a password, and you're in, and then you can come in and connect with us and let us know, join in on the conversation. That's a picture right there, a moment in time, before anybody wanted a photo of mine, before the internet energy and social decline destroyed the vibe, fooling us with the headlines. Okay, beautiful listeners. Sounds of Nobody there featuring Lauren Hill. And yes, KJB, our next point, it's, it's actually quite a really nice um, commemoration. And that is the fact that Martin Luther King will be honoured with a blue plaque in London. And it's interesting because not, I think he's the first to be believed to be honoured, the first 
to give them be, be, be given permission mm-hmm. um, has, has this blue plaque has been granted to be installed in the building somewhere in the UK. That's wonderful, isn't it? That's that's well. When you think of Martin Luther King Jr. and what he stood for, mm. um, he he delivered that historic speech, isn't it? Um, I have a dream. Yeah. Um, he was always in the forefront of fighting uh, wrong and um, racism, especially we know America, but you know racism is all over the world. But it was just poignant that now he is being recognised even more so because by doing this, I guess it, it keeps that um, that fight in the forefront to know these things are important, but they're still, they're, they're still out there. It's such a shame that the fight is still on, but mm. I guess there's a lot of fighting going on in this world right mm. now, beautiful listeners, and there's lots of things that are taking us away from what is in reality really things that are happening Mm. um however when we think about this prestigious blue plaque in london and the honor is believed to be the first like you said and it will be installed at the ecclesiastes building in the uk so we know that as you said martin luther king jr was iconic leader and yeah the plaque will be installed by a pioneering organization the nubian jack community trust and that will be happening on the 24th of January. So that will be happening tomorrow. Wow. Yes. And it will be installed at the Bloomsbury Central Baptist Church on Shaftesbury Avenue, Central London. I've never seen that church before, but Bloomsbury Avenue, um, should I say Shaftesbury Avenue, the Bloomsbury Central Baptist Church. And this was a venue where Dr. King gave his first sermon on British soil. I never knew that. Yeah, so first sermon was at that Bloomsbury Central Baptist Church on Shaftesbury Avenue, and that's where the plaque will be installed. So in the statement, the voice doctor, or to the voice, the doctor Jack Bula, CEO of the Nubian Jack Community Trust, said, although Luther, Martin Luther King is a name that has transcended generations, they were pleased to have identified a space that had a presence in the UK and where future generations can go to feel connected to him. So did you know that Martin Luther came here and did a speech? No, I was about, what year was that? That was... Um, 61. 61. You weren't I wasn't even here. born. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure this. <coughs> excuse me, I'm sure there are, are individuals mm. who may have been at the, at the time who may still be alive now, who are actually present Yeah. Uh, when he gave um, the sermon. But little did they know at the time how far-reaching his life would be. Yeah, how impactful his yes. life would be, isn't yes. it? Yes, how impactful is yeah. the way to put it. And that was on the tw- October the 29th, 1961 in central London that Dr. Martin Luther mm. King delivered that historic and prophetic speech, which he named the three dimensions of the complete life i've never heard that speech so maybe we can get that one day on mm. the show i'll see if i can find it we can break it up and we can listen to that we, can't we can we? do well obviously the, the speech that we, we everybody does know is you know the one in mm. um million man march 
Yeah. That's, you know, I have a dream. But this one I've never heard of because obviously 1961. But obviously it was a speech that <clears throat> that touched many because mm. that's where the plaque's going to be. So obviously it's just a, a reflection of how high in esteem he still is. Yeah. And this is the 90, 96th plaque installation. So beautiful listeners. Mm. It's wonderful because <clears throat> around, I think we might have touched on this before, but around London, there are little blue plaques on houses. There's even one in Walthamstow, just one up the road there. And it's there and it tells you who lived in that house, what they did. And you could do like a nice little historical walk finding those blue plaques because mm. they are full of information. And just the fact that this is the 96th one and it is believed to be the first time permission has been granted for this blue plaque to be placed on an ecclesiastical, be- ecclesiastical building, building in, yeah. in the UK. It's so amazing. that, again, is another feat, isn't it? Mm. So the NJCT has celebrated Dr Martin Luther King with other plaques in the United States. The first one was installed at the First Unitarian Church in Philadelphia, and that was a site where Lu- Martin Luther King Jr. heard Dr Mordecai Johnson deliver the Gandhi-inspired speech, mm-hmm. inspiring those to use non-violence approach for his peaceful civil rights activism. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so if you'd like to go along at some point, beautiful listeners, like we said, it's the Bloomsbury Central Baptist Church on Shaftesbury Avenue, and it will be being installed there tomorrow, mm-hmm. January the 24th, 2024. So that's a great start to the it's year, isn't start, it? Yeah, and if, if, you, if you're not able to make it, now that, now that we know where the plaque is, um, if we've got the opportunity and we've got some spare time, we can also make the journey. Mm. And um, as I said, it's a way of keeping us connected. And, it's, and it helps us to think about how we, as individuals, can help continue his his work or his mm. ethos mm. Uh, about life and how we should treat one another. And it says that NJCT has installed over 90 plaques and two statues across the UK honouring black historical figures like Roman Emperor Septimus Severus, African-American leaders like Abol- abolitionist Frederick Douglass, Bob Marley, leader Malcolm X and 19th journalist Ida B. Wells, the British Caribbean activist Claudia Jones, as well as the Nigerian originator of Afrobeat Felakuti. Wow. So beautiful listeners, we're going to quickly go to break because we're going to get ready to get our wonderful guest on. So we shall see y'all in five.
of Rolls Royce and Magic Touch beautiful listeners if you want to come and join us right here on www.allflavorsradio.com log in get locked stay locked and join in the conversation right there of Rolls Royce and Magic Touch all right so we have our guest on the line there and um, let's see if we can get you up Esther are you there yes hi Natasha hello Esther lovely 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 to have you on board and how was your day today thank you very much yeah it's been good Awesome, awesome. So Esther, beautiful listeners, is a, an author and her name is Esther Ib Izugbi. Is that, am I pronouncing that right? Yeah, that's, that's all right. Excellent. So Esther... <laughs> you, you are better than most of the people, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and Esther, I, you know, sometimes I like to introduce you, but I also like 
for you to let the audience know who you are. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Esther. All right, no problem. So, yeah, my name is Esther. And um, originally, I'm not from England. I'm, I'm Hungarian, but I moved here in the early 2000s. And, um, well, what can I say? Since then, I've been stuck here <laughs> in a good way. Oh, good. I'm glad um, you said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't change it for, for anything else, for sure. It has become my my second home. Basically, yes, my home base. Um, I come from a family of six. Mm. Um, uh, For us, it was always important to have our faith as um, I brought up as a Christian. Mm -hmm. So um, I studied at home. I went to university at home. I'm a preschool teacher. But also, also I'm a, an author, as you can hear. Yes. Plus, I'm a mother okay. with kids, four kids. Oh, wow. Yeah, and a wife. So, and I love music. I always loved uh, reading books. Mm-hmm. It has been something that has mesmerized me from a very, very early age. Wow, wow. So, are the little ones okay? Yes. Okay. And it's fine. You're, you, like you said, you're a mother, you have children. And that, that is, that's how yeah. it goes. So who are your role models then? Because I know that you said that you're a writer. So who were your role models when it came down to writing? Who inspired you to? Yeah, so, so my role models. Mm. Um... As for the writing, uh, for example, C.S. Lewis, mm, mm. I like his uh, books very much. As for the children's um, uh, section, yeah, but I also I also read some books from Jane Austen, <laughs> just to mention because it's English. Um, yeah, I mean, there are some Hungarian ones. And then... Um, as an inspiration, like uh, my late grandmother. Mm. Did she tell from you my father's stories? side? Did she tell you lots of stories? Yeah, she um, she actually she used to be a Sunday school teacher, but uh, when she died, mm. I only just uh, knew about uh, the the story of she used to go to the radio and and tell uh, Bible stories like once every week so she has become like a grandmother for a lot of people a mother and yeah so it's really lovely i didn't know she was so um devoted yeah and basically but she she was a very good grandmother yeah yeah and that's where you got your inspiration from like you said there and so you wrote you've written a book and it's is there on for the world to see now on Amazon. So do you want to tell us a little bit about your family tree and the little drama? Would you like to? Yeah. So, yeah. So the, the, well, the inspiration, I would say is, uh, I'm sorry, (laughs) the kids. Yeah. Mm. Is, um, it's, it's come from, as I said, from my faith as from God, but like, I've never seen anything like it out there because, as I said in the beginning, I'm 
Hungarian and my husband he's Nigerian so so it's a it's a mixed um, cultural background mm, mm. heritage heritage and everything and uh, I was uh, blessed enough to say the least that um, last year I had a chance to to travel to his country so I can see awesome. the richness of of his country mm. obviously the richness and see how life there so, <clears throat> but basically, the inspiration has come because, like, the two of us have joined together as like a as a unit, and you know, we we try to put uh, all the good things into this uh, into this package. Yeah. Um, and um, the little drama is uh, is basically um, the story. The storyteller is uh, my eldest son. And he's very good with the drumming from a very early age. So I think that's where the that's where the Wonderful. first title is or first subtitle is coming from. Yeah. And the family tree is, is basically is the two of us and our kids. Yeah. Like the um, the cover you can see is like is a tree. And obviously if you're good with the geography you can tell the the big uh, Darker colored. Yep. Then inside the the light green. That's hungry. Yeah. I love the fact that you've you've what you've done is you've taken what two cultures and blended the two within the book. And like you said, it's from your son's perspective, which is really beautiful. So it's kind of cultures coming together, yeah. isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And that, that I think that is really nice. And that is something that's quite unique. You don't see much of that. And you also said it's with your, Christ, exactly. your Christian foundation as a family as well, right? Yes, yeah, that's very true, yeah. Mm. And you said it's, it's about your firstborn son and you tell him the story of how you, you and your husband met. Yes, exactly, yeah. Yeah, so... What qualities do you most admire in other people? Um, what what I admire in other people is mm. um, if they have a good foundation, and you know they are true to their um, their words, to to true for themselves, but then also they are true towards others. Mm. Um, the one I admire is, uh, you know, they're ready to, um, they're ready to help, they're ready to support. They are there uh, in good times, in bad times. Mm, mm. When they encourage you, support you all the way, <laughs> they pick you up, they they spoon you together. <laughs> when you have those days that you like, yeah, yeah, you need it a lot, I think, especially as, you know, you said, as I'm a parent and, you know, it's, um, sometimes uh, it comes with ups and downs. Mm, mm. Even as even as an artist, you 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 get to some points in in your journey when you question, you question that, oh, am I sure? Is this for me? Mm. <laughs> you know, and then you just have to like, yes, come on, you know. And then if people tell you that you are very um, talented and gifted, so, you know, you should definitely do. That's right. And I'm, I'm so proud of you. I really am. Because when I know that we met a while ago, and, uh, and you yeah, had this idea, people that you? are honest. 
Yeah, yeah. Honesty yeah, is that's our honest and the best isn't it honesty sorry best in person isn't it yeah 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 i think so yes yes and i i know you spoke about there of ones that lift you up and support and so forth and you you went from having an idea and actually bringing it to fruition so how do you what qualities do you most admire in yourself so i've asked you about qualities in others but what about the qualities that you admire in yourself in myself mm. Mm. Uh, one of the things is um, I've been very very grateful for my from a very young age mm. um, uh, very thankful for, for, for every little thing <laughs> that I can remember and then also I'm simple mm. but I'm kind I'm understanding. I like to listen. I like to have um, good, um, good building up conversations. Not, not just everyday ones that you know that comes and goes, mm. but something that leaves a, leaves a. How shall I? <laughs> leaves like a feel after it. Like, mm. oh, she said this, and oh, it was so true. Or oh, it's interesting. And then, you know, maybe I just leave some little piece and bits of me mm. in people's life in a good way. That's lovely, that is. So you mean something that's deep and quite meaningful when someone's been that yeah. impressionable on you and that you've come away with something that yeah. you can turn going and share with others. So how how do you intend for your book then to inspire young people do you think it will inspire young people, your book? Sorry? How do you um, intend for your book to inspire other people, like young people? Yeah, what what I would like to um, show to young people is that, you know, it can be... Um, it is hard sometimes when you think about it, of um, you coming together as a, as a unit from different countries. Mm. Or I can even say it's hard sometimes from even just you coming from the same same part of the the planet or let's say from London and you you will still find it difficult. But what I'm just trying to to show here is um you work together. Mm. Um sometimes yes, you have to compromise uh for each other. Mm. But then also also, to do this, to show that, you know, even though I'm a mother, I'm a wife, and obviously I can just say, oh, I'm busy, I don't have time, I can't do this. But but somehow I managed to chip in here and there. Mm. And, I mean, you've got your book out, which is and, fantastic. And just to, just to say, uh, the use out there, yeah, the use out there, you know, if you have a gift, if you have a talent, don't just um, brush it to the side and say, oh, well, you know, I don't have time for this. You know, I I need to find a good education. I need to find a job, build a career, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, it's all good. Mm. <laughs> don't get me wrong. It's all good, obviously. But 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 just to, to emphasize, to, to, to find time to also to, if there is something that is within you and you know, you can actually express it and, and you know, it, it will be, it will be something good 
for others to see and know, then don't hold it back. Excellent. Excellent. I think, yeah. And you've kind of gone into the next question that I was going to ask you, like if someone wants to follow in in your footsteps, what advice would you give them? Mm. What advice would you give someone that wants to write? You've kind of touched on it, haven't you, that really to follow your gifts? Yes. Was it easy? Was it easy for you to get your book together? Well... I would say to me, it was a bit easy mm. as for writing it down as having a sketch, but <laughs> but obviously I had to put the work in there because just as I'm the author, I'm also the illustrator. Mm. And that one takes hours of uh, drawing and then, you know, to visualize and then to put it down on the paper. And but it's all beautiful. So what I would say, Definitely, if you, you know, if you have inspiration ideas, write them down, because sometimes if it's a lot, you might not remember some, Mm. but it was having like a notebook, uh, like a collection of your thoughts, or if you want to write a poem or or a book even, and then time to time you can go through it as you also go on in this journey, Mm. you also, um, you know, much and you might see things a bit different, but basically to to have it have it written down, Excellent. so you can look at it time to time. Yeah, yeah, and that's so true what you've said there because again, it's one writing down our dreams, writing down our thoughts, right? And then sometimes you forget yeah. that you've written it down, and then when you go back and you find it, you think, oh, this is really good, and you can work with it, isn't it? <laughs> you know exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you have a see this. Uh, the family tree is a series of books isn't it yes yes yeah so this is your, the, your first one are you doing any um touring are you going to be at any libraries or anything any um time soon well i don't know yet okay <laughs> it's all very it's all very fresh to me but yeah. i would love to if awesome. i get invited no problem wonderful <laughs> i'll be happy to do yeah so where can we find your book then? Where, where would we go and find your book? And where would we find you as well? Yeah, so um, my book is on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as for me, um, you can find me. I have a Gmail address and also um, I have an Instagram account and a Facebook account. Excellent. Plus a YouTube channel. And what is your Facebook account or your Instagram? Is it is it your name? Is that what it is, Esther? Um, is... As for the um, Instagram is, um, well, it's Esther, but it, it says also colored, colored.wonders. That's me there. Facebook is, uh, is my married name. Okay. Is Esther Mike Ibizubi. And you say coloured by numbers, yeah? Coloured dot wonders. Dot wonders. Okay, I'm just putting that into the chat room so all of the listeners can go in there and get yeah. the information. Coloured dot wonders. And then I've put your name in the yeah. chat as well. Yeah. So that people can come on and find That's you. Great. So Esther, any, yeah, wonderful. any lasting thoughts that you'd like to tell the listeners? If you were to some, well, some, I just want to. 
Mm-hmm. Say a big thank you for your time and for tuning in into this lovely radio. And I hope you're enjoying the program so far. And would you like to say hello to anybody? Um, Who would you like to shout out, anyone? Well, I've shared this with a lot of people, but I don't know exactly who's who's listening. So, well, a big a big hello to my husband uh-huh. out there if he's tuning in, plus some of my family and friends. Excellent. So, Esther, thank you so much for coming on. Please stay on the line for me, okay? Stay on the line. And beautiful. All right. Yep. Thank you. Beautiful listeners, we'll see y'all in five. Online and on your smart speaker. Playing all the best songs. All Flavors Radio. We ready to party again to celebrate St. Lucia's biggest 45th year of independence party on Saturday, 24th of February, 2024. On board, the luxurious Teresa Joanne, King George V. Dock Woolwich Manor Way, E162QI, permanently more. From 9.30pm to 3.30am, come and join us for a night of splendid music, playing you the best in R&B and soul, soca, Afro beats, reggae, zouk and so much more party vibes. You will be musically entertained by DJ Redboy, Mikey Afrique, Silver Fox, CJ Markla, and DJ Laro. On arrival, a complimentary glass of rum or fruit punch and a taste of our national dish. This will only be served between 10 p.m. and 11.45 p.m. Please, come on board early to avoid disappointment. Food will be on sale all night, supplied by our Lucian chef, Poppy Kitchen. Tickets are 20 pounds. Plus booking fee from Eventbrite and getyourtickets.co.uk or any of Online and on your smart speaker. Playing all the best songs. All Flavors Radio. We ready to party again to celebrate St. Lucia's biggest 45th year of independence party on Saturday, 24th of February, 2024. On board, the luxurious Teresa Joanne, King George V. Dock Woolwich Manor Way, E162QI, permanently more. From 9.30pm to 3.30am, come and join us for a night of splendid music, playing you the best in R&B and soul, soca, Afro beats, reggae, zouk and so much more party vibes. You will be musically entertained by DJ Redboy, Mikey Afrique, Silver Fox, CJ Markla, and DJ Laro. On arrival, a complimentary glass of rum or fruit punch and a taste of our national dish. This will only be served between 10 p.m. and 11.45 p.m. Please, come on board early to avoid disappointment. Food will be on sale all night, supplied by our Lucian chef, Poppy Kitchen. Tickets are 20 pounds. Plus booking fee from Eventbrite and getyourtickets.co.uk or any of the DJs. For more information on birthday celebrations and table bookings, call 0740-1388-251. UK, this will be the biggest St. Lucia's 45th year of independence celebration. Don't miss it. The car seems very smooth, Dad. That's because I'm not revving the engine so much, saving quite a bit on fuel. <laughs> And smooth driving is much better for the environment. Make your car more fuel efficient and cut your CO2 emissions by not revving the engine too hard. Ah, yes. Always been a bit of a smooth operator, me. Please. 
For more tips on how you could save up to a month's worth of fuel a year, search online for Act on CO2. Save money, save fuel. The more you listen, the more great music you hear. All Flavors Radio. listeners how are you doing out there a big thank you to Esther for coming on sounds right here with Maxwell and Ascension Shout out to Pele. How you doing, Pele? Out of Hoxton. Don't forget that you can catch DJ Laro from 8 until 10 tonight. And also J-Hope from 10 until midnight. Shout out guest 286 out of Manchester. Guest 296. Guest 372. Guest 479 or 409 at a parchway. Guest 471. George Flavors Sour Malaysia. Mark Philogene out of Bremen. Guest 787 and guest 804 out of Bristol.
See one four one seven, and a big shout out to Corey E eight. You can catch Corey every single Wednesday, right here on www.allflavorsradio.com. But not forgetting, find us on TuneIn too, beautiful listeners. And giving a big shout out to Jess. So good seeing you today. staff and teachers down there at the Vale, Dukes or Dridge. So give me a big shout out to Ninja Man Lloyd. How you doing Lloyd? And also John J.E who kicks off every single Sunday morning right here on All Flavours. Not forgetting DJ Nigel. You can catch Nigel every Saturday and Sunday from 8 till 10. And not forgetting DJ Smooth and DJ Twist too. Beautiful listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. We just had our fantastic guest, fantastic guest Esther. And she was talking about being an author, being a mother, and really finding the, the time to do all of those things and just being fabulous and amazing. So moving on swiftly, beautiful listeners, we do have something right here in WhatsApp Corner today. And I have checked them out. I have checked out this uh company and they're called media kush media group limited and they are actually the first black owned streaming platform right here in the uk kgb how does that make you feel a a very own black owned um platform what's your thoughts on there well it's good that we've got a our first black-owned streaming platform. What it does do, it opens up the market for those who are writers, producers, Mm. cinematographers, all those type of people 
of colour who are struggling to get their work out, hopefully this will give them an opportunity because it's a platform uh, made for them, mm. by them. Mm. So let's see what happens. It's in its infancy. Yep. Uh, it's for us to big it up, build it up. Always. Um, and if we love black British produced businesses, mm. here's one right here. Absolutely. And that is, they're not multi-millions like Netflix, but it's wonderful to know that we can go somewhere and find a lot of films. I've been on there. I've checked out the website and all you have to do is just sign up and yeah, to sign up and you can watch one free film, but I guess it would work on the same principle as Netflix. There are some things that you have to pay for, but then we have to pay for Netflix. But the thing is what, what's great with Kush it's called kushcinema.com is the and I will put that into the chat box you can watch fabulous content for free and or even rent films so it's almost a bit like do you remember that old oh blockbusters oh blockbusters right and the founder of kushcinema.com is Marlon Palmer and he's a film promoter and he also produces film as well so thank you thank you Marlon and we most definitely definitely will be sharing this content and with you, our beautiful listeners, so you can go out and check it out. That's if you haven't heard of or seen this kushcinema.com. But I know it has been being shared. I just went in. It is a legitimate business and it's there for all of us to share. So KJB moving on swiftly. Time is eluding us tonight. Time, time is ticking, isn't it? The question for the day. <clears throat> I'd like to just big up um, your interviewer. Uh, very inspirational. Mm-hmm. Very inspirational. Thank you for coming on. So the question for this evening, KJB, what is it? Oh, oh, oh you caught me in the hot day. Oh, yeah. It says, when buying luxury items, do you take into consideration mm. the liability on yourself and the possibility of getting robbed? Okay. So beautiful listeners, we know that we are living in a technological <sighs> age and the things that we carry around on us, literally, even the watch from the watches that we wear to the phones that we carry in our hands are very expensive. Now, this is an uh, item from the Metropolitan Police because they're giving us some useful tips, really, how to protect ourselves from street robbery because it is up. We're living in hard times. And when people sometimes see something that they want, They'll just go and take it if they can. Well, we, a couple of weeks ago, we did highlight <clears throat> the issues with certain items of clothing. Mm, mm. And that they, they, now, that's being targeted. Even you, even what you wear is being targeted. Yeah. So I think this is sound advice, particularly at the right time, I think. Yeah. So one of the things that they say that we can do to protect ourselves from street robbery <clears throat> is to look confident. You're <laughs> less likely to be targeted if you look confident move with purpose and try to be aware of your surroundings what do you say to that kjb i think that's good if you look confident you're less likely to be targeted mm. basically that's what, what what the encouragement is and also being aware of, of your surroundings i still see a lot of people um no fault of their own maybe they're looking for a place of interest maybe they've just come into the area maybe they're looking for a, for a, an eatery or a cafe or i don't know a coffee shop and they're looking at their phones yeah. and they're walking. Um, there's certain ways that you walk and you look 
that shows that you're not confident. Mm. <laughs> so just be aware. Just be aware of that. That when you are walking, try and be a bit more confident. Try not to be too locked into your phone. Look up. Be aware of what's going on. Because too many times I've walked, people have nearly walked into me um, because their heads are down and they're looking at their phone. That shows me they're not confident because if they were, they wouldn't be so tied to what they're looking at. Yeah. So just be aware of that. <clears throat> and also knowing where you're going so that's in line with what you mm, were just saying mm. so plan your route and think about it when you take um when you're going out to anywhere that you're not familiar with so plan it okay and also yeah keep in welded streets back roads <laughs> we know that they might be quicker to get somewhere but the main road is normally quite busy mm. and that that can help it so funny because I was walking just locally and for the first time in a long time I didn't feel safe wow but that's because I knew I had like my laptop in my bag mm, and I had mm, to get somewhere and sometimes mm. you can't help but taking out these necessary things right and I was like and you, there are dodgy people out there beautiful listeners yeah but you're, you're talking about things that you need for work people are doing that all the time now even mm. though we've, we've asked with the health service we've we're getting paper light which just means more technology so we're carrying more technology with us mm. that's just part and parcel now of of the work environment so like you're saying it's not that you were sick but you know you had these things on but like that's why it's good to just be aware be aware and re- relate some of this information so yeah. so people can be a, so we all uh, need refreshers at time so and also, also if we're getting in a cab for instance make sure that it's a licensed cab i know that everyone uses uber these days but sometimes these uber drivers can be a bit off so make sure that it's a licensed cab that you're going in and that you book it by phone or by a mobile app and if you do have a rolex watch watch or fancy diamond ring or earrings or Anything fancy that people want. Even we spoke about the duck down jackets. Hide that. Well, you can't hide a jacket. And I've seen lots of those jackets ever since we highlight that. Everyone's wearing them. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. It must be a fad or a trend at the moment. Or they could be really warm. But things like our mobile phones, things like a, a Rolex watch, if we have one, it, and we're going to go into a couple of comments of your comments soon and find out what your thoughts are on it because we we have thoughts there and yeah we're going to go into it and see if it's you know mm-hmm. no i agree with you i think we can we can sometimes be an advertising board mm. and so there's nothing wrong with being an advertising board if you want to be one mm. if you can afford nice things there's nothing wrong with wearing nice things you shouldn't feel obligated not to wear them because you you might feel unsafe wear them but just be aware that if you're going to wear certain things name brands and you and you are going out be aware that if you're not careful with what you have you could make yourself a visible target mm. and like you said um, so many people have almost bumped into me on the road now if i'm out on road i will put my phone away i'll have it in my pocket but sometimes you've got your airpods in so people know that you got a phone on you um but like it says never leave any of your devices your wallet or purse on a table if you're outdoors in a cafe hmm. or a pub or a restaurant because a lot of people do you get really comfortable you put your phone down 
And then you might go to the bar and get a drink or something without thinking about it. You go back and your stuff's gone. This happened to my colleague. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's not funny, Ken. I should be laughing. It's the same thing happened. Put the bag down. She was with a particular person. If you thought the person might have been looking at a bag or looking after it. Mm. Obviously, it's easy to get distracted if you're sitting on your own. Your chair gets bumped. You look, it just takes a few seconds. You look, what are you Bam, bag was gone. Um, so it, it, it has happened to my co- a couple of my colleagues, not just one. Mm. So please, just, just like you're saying, just to, to reiterate and repeat what you said, just be aware of where yeah. you're putting your stuff. Like we said, if you're wearing jewellery, a lot of people are going for gold, don't they? So they still snatch the, the necklaces, the watches, you know. But And the thing is, if you are threatened with violence, don't risk your personal safety, okay? So your, pro- your property can be replaced, but you can't. Mm, I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. I think sometimes it's fight or flight, isn't it? Mm. And um, there's nothing, you know... That, there's nothing wrong with looking after yourself and prolonging your life. Um, because at the end of the day, like you've just said, things can be replaced, but, you know, certain parts of your body can't be replaced. Mm, mm. <laughs> you can't be replaced, on a, you know, to say that. But we don't want to get into anything like that, do we? It's not, is it really worth it? That's what you've got to ask yourself. So is, what, it, is it really worth it? What are your thoughts out there, beautiful listeners? <clears throat> do you think when you're purchasing these you know luxury items and sometimes it's not necessarily luxury items because everyone more or less has a phone these days don't they and i've just been thinking of going and getting a burner phone but (laughs) when buying luxury items do you take into consideration the liability of what they have what it may have on you when you're buying it and the possibility of getting robbed so some of these and it's not a nice thing to to think that is it that I you've you've earned your money. You want to go and get nice things, but it could be a liability. It really, really could. And so we've got to think about being safe when it comes to to these things. So what we're going to do, beautiful listeners, is we're just going to take a five minute break, okay, and go again into. We're just going to play a bit of rare grooves, and then we will come back with your answers from online okay and if you would like to come and join us in the chat room at www.allflavorsradio.com all you have to do is just type in a username and a password and then you can come and join us okay beautiful ones so we'll see y'all in five Thank you. 
I'd like to take this time out just to say that I'm one of the few men in this world who appreciates a good lady today. You see, I consider myself a very lucky fellow to have a lady like I got. So sweet and so mellow. So full of love that I can't get enough of.
Yes, beautiful listeners. Yeah, under the pressure, under the pressure. We're doing a little mix and blend. Sounds a coffee. Shot, you know, but do not make it stress because it's a baby better not be living at the get up to be under the pressure, my friend. Yeah, Lord have mercy, this can't get no worse. I'll be calling it a curse of me, art it that hurt me. Call it stress because from me, birth of the first me, I feel like the father desert me. But mm-hmm, when the pressure erupts, me never give up. No, 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 me never give in. I'm here, send up a prayer, feeling better living. I can't bust so I under the pressure, under the pressure, yeah, under the pressure, under the pressure. If your boy job is taken away, no, we cheat in a second, cause we all under pressure, my friend. Sometimes when you feel it, you cry down. I hurt your heart, you know, but you do not make it stress, cause it's a baby better, not be living at the get up, be under the pressure, my How are you doing, Chapman Crew? Shout out, be funk. How are you doing out there in the sunny climbs of the constant? Four degrees below the equator. Seychelles. Shout out George Sal Malaysia. Hope you're feeling better, George. I'm giving a big shout out to DJ Lara. You can catch Lara from 8 until 10. With the vibe show. And J Hope from 10 until midnight. Also giving a big shout out to. Pele out of Hoxton. How are you doing? And also Mark Philogene out of Bremen. Sounds a coffee. Sending love out to Charlotte, Michelle. And Dad. And how are you doing, Joy McKay? Shout out, Gal Gal. And how you doing, Goldie? How you doing, Valentine? And how you doing, Natalie online? Love and blessings out to you, Heather. Hope that you're okay. Hope your brother's well. Shout out Doreen, how you doing Doreen? How you doing good Liambi? Shout out the John Baptiste family as well. That was the sounds right there of coffee and under pressure. And sometimes that's how we all feel, isn't it beautiful listeners? Under pressure uh, because of the things that do happen out there on the streets and about keeping safe so let's go to your comments then and we're speaking of Aaron Lenz King says and this is to the question what is the what is the um, question that we're discussing tonight KJB do I keep catching you off guard (laughs) you've got to be on guard Uh, on guard guard, (sighs) I got to be on guard it's right there yeah I've got it when buying luxury items, do you take into consideration the liability mm. on yourself and the possibility of you getting 
robbed. Yeah. So Aaron Lenz King says, I, I just wouldn't do it. If the extra money spent doesn't improve the function of the item, I'd rather not. Luxury services, on the other hand, I can work with. And that's true. Going on a, a nice or spending time in a luxury, maybe hotel or something like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's one comment that I actually wanted to go to. And it's at the end of this article. And it's a guy named Rick Baker. And he says, well, first, I don't wear luxury items. The only jewellery I wear is my wedding ring. Second, if I were to wear luxury items, I would not wear them in, in an area where these items would make me a target. Third, I would not be so vain as to flash myself around like a, a peacock and to show everyone what I have and they don't. Now, if you follow these three pieces of advice... What's the point of wearing luxury items? What are your thoughts on that? What do you think? I think he's got a point. I think it's 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 it's, it's a mentality, isn't it? Mm. You know, people work hard and therefore they play hard. Right. <clears throat> and there's nothing wrong with having nice things. I really there's not a problem with having good quality uh, items. Mm. You know, and these things cost. But be aware that. There are opportunists out there. Yeah. And some things, if you're not careful, can make you a target and make you unsafe. Mm. So all we're asking is that you be aware of, of of the idea that if you are purchasing certain items at high prices and you're going out mm. and um, you, you're not aware of your surroundings, um, you're not thinking about where you are. You haven't planned your journey. You know what I mean? If you haven't, there's certain things you haven't done. There, therefore, you are making yourself a target, and you are therefore making yourself unsafe. So it's just mm. we're just trying to highlight points which we may sometimes not think about when we are going out, when we are dressed up, when we are looking good. Um, Nikki Hodgkinson says life's too short for overthinking, but is it over overthinking? It's really. Um, being forewarned is to be forearmed so it's about having forethought really mm, mm, mm. um tony durant Dur <clears throat> wood says are you talking about buying a luxury watch if i had the money i probably wouldn't spend it on watches and jewelry precisely because i'd be too worried about losing it don't forget sometimes oh beautiful listeners that these things are assets and they can be passed on as heirlooms and that you know we've heard of people back in the day from Victorian times passing on heirlooms and it stays in the, the family but it's an asset as well so sometimes looking at these things not just to flash around and say oh look what I've got but to buy as something of value that we can put down as well so it's not all about being flashy but buying things of value um, Ian Williams says, if you have to consider the liability to yourself, then maybe you're not in the luxurious position to really afford luxury items. And I don't think the person who is worries about being Rob. So the person who is a rich person is saying that they generally possibly won't be robbed. No, but, but unfortunately, that's not true. Mm. Sorry. Just hold it. Yeah, a bit easy to hold it. And, and there are there are. There have been recently in the news that some people that are in the public eye, mm. while they've been out, their places have been 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 ransacked. Yeah. So it, the people are there are people out there that who are opportunists and they will target you. 
irrespective of whether you feel you are in the in in the category of affording or not affording, it's not about that. It's about <clears throat> understanding that if we are are investing or buying certain things and we're prepared to go out and wear these things, just just be mindful. Mm. That's what we're saying, be mindful and that's what it's all about. It's about our thinking. Um and how we view ourselves when we are in situations or environments or areas mm. um, that we are being safe. And Christopher Ogleton says, no, got on a bus with a tag here box in my hands. I don't know what tag here box is. Who God bless. Anyone know what tag here box is? You can let me know. All right. And that's your comments. Thank you so much for sending in your comments and taking the time out to speak on the matter because yeah we're just trying to raise awareness raise awareness about our safety times are hard and people will find all sorts of ways to earn a quick buck really won't they so we've got to be careful yeah it's it's about opportunity people are opportunists Mm. people um if they see an opportunity whether we we, you know we agree with it or not we don't we're not you know We don't agree with anybody stuff being being taken and people being made unsafe, but there are a lot of opportunities out there. Mm. And if they see an opportunity, and you give them an opportunity, unfortunately, that that we're living in a society where people take those opportunities. Absolutely. So tonight, <clears throat> KJB, rounding up, yeah, we've spoken about the death rate for black mothers three times higher after childbirth, and what needs to be done in that regard. We know that Martin Luther King, he was to be honoured tomorrow on the 24th of the 1st, January 2024, with a blue plaque in London. And if you'd like to go and see that blue plaque, it's at Bloomsbury Central Baptist Church on Shaftesbury Avenue. As well as thank you so much, Esther. Esther Ibizugbi. Esther Ibizugbi. Uh, a wonderful, beautiful author, the author of The Family Tree, The Little Drummer. You can get that on Amazon. And she came in and spoke about herself, her life, and really the the idea behind her book. So please, I will put that into the chat box as well. So you can go in and find out um, the name uh, of the book and who she is, as well as don't forget Kush cinema.com the new streaming platform black streaming platform and our question for this evening when buying luxury items do you take into consideration the liability on yourself and the possibility of getting robbed so kjb um what now then because we've come very close to the end of the show and we've Mm. got to say thank you to all of you beautiful listeners too for making our show what it is because yes thank you Without you, we'd just be talking to ourselves, right? We'd do it anyway. We'd do it anyway. <clears throat> but what is our thought for today? I thought, oh, this is a beautiful one. Um, mm. oh, I've lost, oh, here we go. It's Bo, a person named Bo Bennett. And, it, and it's a very short one. And it says, success is about who you are, not what you have. And that's very true. I've been reading some great books at the moment. I've got one, Life by Design, and that's about Steve Jobs, as well as um, Stephen Bartlett's 
the diary of a CEO, and they make that point. Um, even Brian Tracy mentioned it this week. I was listening to a podcast, and he said that it's our passions, beautiful listeners, our passion that really drives us. Mm. And in a lot of these cases, these guys are all million, <clears throat> million billionaires. And Steve Jobs, he said he never ever done it for the mo- for the money, but it was a passion that he had. So it wasn't about what he had, but what legacy they came to leave. And I think that's so beautiful, like, that who are we? When we I asked Esther the question about what she what qualities about herself does she like? And if I was to ask you, beautiful listeners, what other qualities about yourself that you like, what would you say? But more so, what would other people say? Yeah, or you could put it like this as well. Mm. I, I would ask as well, what what do you feel yeah. makes you a success? What qualities do you have about mm. yourself that makes you a success? Now, being a success means different things to different people. Yeah. So when we talk about success, success is what you think it is. We're not looking at other people and judging their success and measuring you to that. Do you understand what I mean? It's it's about you. What what about you that you can say to yourself, I'm a success because of? Mm. So who are we? <clears throat> who are you? Who are you, KJB? Who am I? Yeah. I'm sitting here, um, having a platform. Thank you for George Flavors, to be able to express um different subjects mm. on a number of different topics that's what you're doing but who yeah. are you who am i beautiful listeners i'm going to ask you a question who are you that's a good that's an excellent question and not a role not not a role that you play because oh, we are all fathers or yes. we're mothers we're mm, aunts we're daughters mm, we're mm. sisters we're we're teachers those are roles that we play but who are we and it's down to the qualities and what we kind of give out okay no. is that a rhetorical question you're asking it's not it. rhetorical oh you want us to answer well you don't mean to, but I'd like you to answer it. you want to answer it oh just one thing what it's the qualities so who are you who am i if you were to be summed up in a quality um it's difficult isn't it's, it? it's difficult i you know what it's hard it's hard mm. because some questions you you ask yeah and and some question, these kind of question, this kind of question is something you need to reflect on. Mm. You can answer it. Anybody can answer it. I'm yeah. sure some people would have just come up with an answer like that. But I'm, more, I'm, more, I like to reflect. I'm a reflective person. Mm. So maybe that's that's the success of me. I'm reflective. Okay, there you go. It's good quality. There you go, beautiful listeners. For myself, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> No, I said something. You got, you got to give me something. You got to give, <laughs> got to give the listeners one thing. I have to think about that one because, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you're naughty, but, you're naughty. Um, I, I couldn't say, I do have a list inside because I write it down no, all the time, just, but on, off thing. the cuff. One thing. Um, See, I, had, I did it off the cuff. I, you know, right, you reflect, yeah, just one thing. Creative. There you go, you did it. There well you go. Done. It's funny because well my done. students asked me today, Miss... What would you like to be if you were an element? 
Mm-hmm. Would you be water? Would you be fire? Would you be air? Or would you be earth? Is that the four elements? Yes, yes, four. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I said I'd be water. Why water? Do you mind if I ask you why water? Because water's powerful. Mm-hmm. One, we need it to survive. Mm. One, it can cut through stone. It can cut through the most toughest thing in things in the world. But we need it to water the earth. But it's so smooth and gentle. Mm. So that's why I had to choose water. Mm. All these questions, beautiful listeners. Mm. Good questions. Oh, I like questions. that. I like that, B-Funk. We are. I, I agree with that. I fully agree with that. Sorry, hold it. Yeah, I'm just holding it. Go for it. I'm holding it. Um, B-Funk says, I think we're all lovers because we love what we do. That's beautiful, B-Funk. Very true. Yes. Lovers. And yeah, we love what we do. But then in many other ways as well. Love is a great quality to have and to express to to others as well. well, well lo- love is the basis for, for everything we do, isn't it? Mm. It's the one quality that, that like you said, it's, it's like water. It's the one quality that, that all the other qualities are built upon mm. or built upon. Mm. All right, beautiful listeners. What we're going to say is thank you to all of the DJs right here on All Flavours. You're all doing an amazing job. And um, please check the schedule for when the DJs go live. And um, yeah, there's live DJs going live every single day. Don't forget tomorrow's Wednesday. And we have DJ Corey E8 who will be spinning the tables and playing the great music that he does when he's on air. So beautiful listeners. We, we really do thank you for your time. And again, thank you to our wonderful guest that was Esther and all of the information that we've put into the chat box, beautiful listeners. Don't forget to get in the chat box. All you have to do is to um, get a, a, a username and a password and you will be able to come in and join and speak to speak to all of the DJs as well. We're also going to say thank you to everyone on the talk. Thank you. And much appreciated. Yeah, I, I guess DJ KJB, all we have to really say now is enjoy the rest of your evening. Enjoy the rest of your evening, and we'll see y'all, beautiful listeners, on the other side. Take care. <laughs>